The Wedding Thinners podcast. Listen to our podcast. The buffet's closed. We're smaller clothes. Well, here we are, episode 11 of The Wedding Thinners. Uh, welcome back. If you've been listening to the other podcasts, thank you ever so much. Um, we are at Beach Sound Studios once again, and uh, joining us uh, physically in the studio today, we've got Dan Burt. Say hello, hi, Dan. Hello, hello. There's Dan. And also, for the very, very first time, we've given him a microphone, uh, Adam Hall-Osman, our studio supremo legend that is, and also owner of all things Beach Sound Studio. You come and say hello as well, mate, aren't I you? I did. Hello. Hello. There he yeah, is. Now I'm going to uh, go. Yeah, bye. And joining us virtually as well, we've got Tony Bowen. Um, so Tony's uh, virtually. Uh, where are you, Tony? So I'm in uh, West London in Park Royal, just oh. by Ealing. And you're going you're to be the music guy today for us, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'll t- do a little tune that's uh, written in lockdown and maybe a cheeky little cover as well. Amazing. That sounds good. Um, so uh, we've got lots of exciting things lined up for you. So I think it's um, probably a good place to start with. Start with Dan, uh, just because you're here, Dan. And just tell us a little bit about what you do, what your background is. Uh, my background, I did a degree in sport rehabilitation. I work in a physio clinic in St. Johnswood, Northwest London, Abbey Road. Yeah, well, nice. What I thought until I came here was probably the most iconic studio in the world. But <laughs> and now <laughs> you it's, it's Beach Abbey Sound. Road, Beach Sound, yeah, on the same path. Par, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I do exercise rehabilitation for people that have been, are, or don't want to be injured. Deal with kind of postural issues and strength conditioning issues uh yeah okay you, you're a very talented person with uh well, getting people getting people thank fit you. and making them yeah, apply. yeah, yeah. maintaining their fitness maintaining bringing their them fit. back yeah, yeah yeah it's personal training essentially a lot of reformer pilates but say it's in a physio setting so it's uh very much to do in and around injuries do you notice how i've changed my posture ever since Absolutely. you said that everyone does and my, i've slumped <laughs> <laughs> and you, in thread and pulling the back of the head you've gone to your full height i have Excellent. that well feels done. better actually does it? thank Good. you see yeah. suggestive you don't even have to say anything um and tony just tell us a little bit about yourself mate what, what's your background uh what do you what do you do and what have you done yes i grew up in grew up in uh, southwest wales uh and yeah i moved to london in around the year 2000 or so and just yeah drudging through gigs trying to trying to push on through as much as i can really just being oh oh no finding gigs and like just trying to just try to pay the rent are you there tony I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. You keep breaking up that end, mate. <laughs> just go again about what you're just trying that to, you were struggling weird. through, trying to find some. Hello. Yeah. So can you hear me now, Ben? Yeah, that's better. Hello. There you are. Cool. We missed an awful lot of what you did, but the general gist of it, you moved down from Wales uh, to London and then you sort of stuck. Yeah. yeah, I moved up to London uh, and then found a little corner box of a room to move into and yeah, just slowly but surely gig by gig got by and uh two around today really cool and when did you move down to london again uh around the year 2000 i went to guildford first to music college and then came up to london years after that right okay cool very very cool um okay and um tony one of the reasons why i mean you actually responded to one of my many posts pleading for um musicians to come and have a chat um so what was it about the sort of post that interested you uh first and foremost that not i didn't really do anything uh, interesting as such i just sort of said i need musicians please please send help so what was it about the whole idea of the wedding thinners podcast that made you sort of want to get involved yeah i mean the the kind of gist of what you what you guys are talking about and stuff and just the like the the wellness side of the musician thing was uh, really interesting for me. Yeah, uh, and obviously in lockdown, it's been really tough for a lot of people. It has, yeah. So what? Um, I mean, I, I presume much like um, most professional musicians that we know that you know you would have had a, a pretty um, fully stocked twenty uh, twenty. What was twenty twenty sort of shaping up for you? Uh, what was it looking like? Yeah, it was, was going to be a nice busy summer of. Um, weddings and pubs. I mean, before the week uh, in pubs around London, uh, on the pretty much the day that it announced that we were going into lockdown, it was 
um, the day before St. Patrick's Day, I had three gigs on that day that were all then called up. Sorry, everything's cancelled. So that was a, a definite kick in the uh, nether regions. Yeah, of course. And um, how did you, I mean, because that, uh, that initial point for us, um, well, I say for us, for me, and, and I know, you know, for my pals as well, was, you know, certainly for me, I was thinking, well, we'll, we'll be back to it. You know, a few weeks, a bit of lockdown, you know, a couple of homemade quiches and we'll all be good to go. Um, I mean, what was your sort of your initial thoughts? Were you sort of similar or were you completely like, oh, oh dear? Yeah, yeah, for me. So I actually um, straight away because I thought, right, St. Patrick's Day, I'd, I'd learned a load of extra kind of Irish tunes kind of to get on on message. And I thought, right, well, I'm not going to leave them to waste. I'll just I jumped straight on the Facebook live kind of streaming thing took requests because uh, what i do normally in, in my gigs uh via social media people send me um song requests oh this is I the human jukebox I isn't it try not to ruin it is this the human jukebox yes That's yes one indeed. Of yeah, 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 yeah. okay okay so uh, once upon a time i was uh invited to go on danny wallace's a uh, breakfast show on xfm okay because they'd released a book of the top 1000 songs of all time and i thought if they're genuinely good songs you should just be able to play them on a guitar mm. And then I went, I went on the show and he kind of dubbed me Sir Human Jukebox a lot. Ah. And, uh, and yeah, that kind of went from there. And okay. then I just realised that you, you spend so much time trying to work on set lists, having the perfect opening track and then it moving through the thing and then the big finish. And I realised that in, particularly in a pub environment, people just want to hear the songs they love. So mm. I just found a way of getting them tweeting me initially and then i've actually found that things like instagram is better to get those requests so and, it's uh, quite an interactive it's, it's fun it means every gig is different yeah very interactive as well yeah it really really is and it's good for just kind of as a selling point to pubs as well like to be able to say that all those people who were enjoying it last time i can tell them i'm back next week or mm. whenever mm. and they'll specifically come so it's a good little snowball effect that's good. I'm taking notes at uh, this end. Uh, yeah. Stealing that idea. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> I'll do it in Kent. You do it in London. If we, is that okay? Yeah, 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 yeah? Sure. That could be your territory. Uh, very good. And um, so for you, Dan, I mean, of course, uh, I'm not sure how uh, lockdown impacted. Well, I sort of have an idea of how lockdown impacted for you. Um, but, you know, back in March, um, things looking rosy for you. Things looking pretty good. Busy. Yeah, busy. You're just normal. Yeah. yeah. Ticking over. And then fearful of what was happening. And, and then I got coronavirus right yeah so you've had the vid i had i've had it yeah the rona um <laughs> so yeah so the week what was it yeah mid-march it was like the week before lockdown i was in lockdown um <laughs> and then yeah the fear that came with it that kind of the, the pattern that everyone seemed to go through that yeah. initial kind of so were you the first one to have it in your family yes you were yeah. so how, yeah, yeah. how like how was it it was it was a <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, all right. It was fine. <laughs> it uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was the worst I've ever felt in for twenty four hours. Right. So I finished on a Friday, came home, felt a bit, felt a bit peaky, and then went to bed. And then the next day, absolutely wiped out. Slept twenty four hours. Headache like I've never had before. Um, Sunday, much the same. Bit better, and then just bored of being in bed. And then Claire got it. And yeah. Then, and it was like taste and smell had gone, and that was before it was a kind of a known symptom. Mm. And then Claire had said the same. And then we just kind of got better. Claire was a bit worse for a little bit longer, but still not too bad. It never really went to, to you know, cough or chest or anything like that. It was just a real kind of viral head thing. Yeah. Lethargy. So were you pleased and to then, sort of get it out of the way in some respects? Um, yeah, I wasn't, I, I suppose. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't remember thinking that at the time. But mm. I, I think probably how we've been since, there's, you feel like there's a bit of, not invincibility, but you feel you're probably taking, you're doing the right thing, but you feel... You're less fearful, yeah. I would say. You know, I mean, um, I suppose you know how your body deals with that yeah, strain, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but then it was what now? Work yeah. and the yeah. fear, and so you know that. So that's you, did your work completely stop? I mean, yeah, I couldn't go in. Couldn't yeah, so by the time I was better, I couldn't go back. Mm. So you know, couldn't go back, get my diary and and stuff like that. That's you know, it's all done remotely, but that's fine. But just little things like, wow, now now what? Yeah, and then yeah, you just rally, don't you? You just get by and. Adapt, overcome, whatever. Long and yeah, so I've been doing did Zoom sessions, right, and still doing those. So I kind of still for people that are not yet prepared to to venture out, or yeah. they prefer it actually. Yeah, and it's working well for them. So I'm in the studio less now, right, um, and and supplementing that with with Zoom stuff, and it's actually 
been great actually that's good and it's a, a nice a, balance to it it yeah. makes you uh, it adds a, a lot more flexibility i suppose uh, yeah to the job. i'm home more yeah i know you've spoken about we've spoken about it and you've said on previous pods you know it's the benefit of it and yeah the positives that have come from it that yeah. that you just you know you have to get on don't you and to Absolutely. be home greatest long you know great long <laughs> summer despite obviously it's, it's an awful thing but when yeah. you look at it within your little Within your own little bubble. little bubble, we've had some great times, and you know, kids. I know you had it the same. Yeah. Kids learning to ride the bikes. Yeah, it's just been great learning to swim, and, and, and it's, it's funny because <laughs> it's I was weird. You know, I was the, saying the to my wife yesterday how often people say that the busier you are, the quicker time goes. Um, but actually, I feel like although there's on the one hand, it does feel like this is completely dragged, but actually, when you look back to that time. I mean, yeah. well, it's like well, anything when you think back, isn't it? You absolutely. Know, like March flying, seems right. like yesterday, but the bits mm. in between, mm. so much has happened within yeah. that period. Absolutely. And you, you know, you can't thinking pre kids. You can't think of a time before them, can you? No. And it's just <laughs> no, you can't. No. <laughs> <But> <laughs> just quite you really trying by, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you know. Time yeah, I've had that. that with a few you, friends of mine have recently had uh, babies, right. and they would have never had that amount of time with that new baby absolutely because yeah. they would have been working so that's much an absolute yeah. godsend yeah and that is that, that, that's that, i was i think i've said that in an earlier podcast as well that's that time is absolutely golden and like yeah. for, for guys you usually only get like the two weeks don't you was it two weeks paternity leave if you want it and actually to have more if you're employed if you're, that's if you're employed <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um and to have more what you know what a fantastic um well what what, what yeah, amazing the only negative, i guess because with this with schools and things like that where um now, when the kids finally go back to school, how much attachment issues yeah. they probably will have because yeah. they've only known like the, their parents, and then suddenly there's a whole bunch of other kids and parents and teachers and things like that that they've I got think to adjust to. It's quite interesting because I think actually, by my my little boy was uh, he started school in September, um, and for him, of course, he didn't really know any different. And I suppose, therefore, for him, it's been absolutely fine so, he started yeah, school and yeah. you know it's not what, well what's different about it but i guess for that's his normal isn't yeah it? for for youngsters who are going to school who have had to have six months off that's going to be the real challenge i mean i I'm, I'm also a secondary school teacher and i've seen you know there have been well certainly right right back at the beginning when when schools came back you know there were so many tears you know and and so many students with anxieties and fears and worries and i'm really pleased to see that that sort of that's calming significantly now but i think there's always going to be another well there'll be an underlying current of it Absolutely. for a very very long time um and you find it i guess with some staff as well um so yeah uh, but actually uh, speaking of babies um and adam probably knows full well now that i'm gonna gonna come on to him so we should say at this point <laughs> adam you and your uh, lovely uh, girlfriend are expecting a baby is that right we are 7th of january 7th of january is the due date yeah. we should say congratulations because it is all out in the public now congrats oh, thank you very much yeah, there news. Congratulations, yeah you yeah. don't know what you're having though do you no it's a surprise and yeah very very excited looking forward to it yeah. have you got the for a baby then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you want a baby, right? Uh, yes, that <laughs> yeah. would that would be preferred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got all the stuff you need. You don't know. I've got some nappies. I and, think and we're stuff pretty much sorted. Yeah. Yeah, sorted. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm only down the road, ten minutes away, mate. If you need anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just won't be changing the nappies. That's that's all on you. Damn it, that was the one thing I wanted you to do. <laughs> How are you um, for lockdown? Because again, Adam, um, what many people may not know about Adam is that, uh, as well as running a, a prolifically beautiful um, studio here in uh, East Morlin, um you are also incredibly busy with your band, The Tunes. Um, you've got your original stuff with Valley Drive as well. I know you've got a lot of projects sort of on the go. You've got something in the pipeline as well. So what was it looking like for you, mate? Uh, this year was just meant to be like most other years for us, uh, function band-wise. Like we do probably about 150 weddings and functions each year. Um, and we was booked to do an American tour with a, a touring Gatsby-themed show. Uh, I think we had like three American dates and then like four dates in Canada. And that yeah. was meant to happen in March. That would have been amazing, wouldn't That it? would have been so good. It's like bucket list. Yeah. Like, um, and yeah, as soon as this whole corona thing started, we was just like, oh, please don't let it like affect this tour. And then it, we finally got the email saying, yeah, it's been cancelled. Um, massive bummer, but what can you do? Yeah. Like, it's just we're all in the same boat. So, man, um, totally gutted for you. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, what it is. Rebooked for January the 8th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The day after the baby's yeah. born, just cancel the baby. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think no. you could take the, uh, you know, give the baby a couple of months and then go on the road with the baby. That can't yeah, be hard, right? That, that would be pretty fun. Uh, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be absolute chaos, though, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> or go early, have a Canadian baby. 
Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Dual that, nationality. That would have been pretty cool. Then you could move to Canada. Canada. Canada, yeah. Well, um, we're... So I, with um, the whole... Lockdown babies thing, like you got bored quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not sit and analyze when this happened, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we all know when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was always the plan, I'll just say that. <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah, this was just a very convenient time, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, now it feels really weird that we're discussing that, but yeah, no, and congratulations, mate. Um, Thank super you. pleased for you. And you know, I think, um, Tony, do you have kids? No, I haven't. You don't. Okay, so Dan and I, at least, and I'm sure Tony, who you know, you know people with kids, will say uh, the best of luck is the best, the best of times, and there are plenty of, there's plenty of blood, sweat, and tears. Yes, and then and that's from and it's all adults. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, all, exactly. all worth it, absolutely. Yeah. And it's absolutely shame about your tour, mate. And um, you know, I'm fingers crossed for you that some in some form that will come back and hopefully one you day, guys yeah. will be able to crack on with it. Yeah, it's that's never it's never the end, is it? You're not going to finish gigging as a result of that. No, so. no exactly. Yeah, um, Tony, you 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 mentioned to me um, uh, when we chatted the other day, you'd, you'd been doing a lot of writing uh, during lockdown, and and so one of the things that we discussed was the whole, you know, we've, we've sort of briefly discussed the change of. You know, your lifestyle changes. It goes from being, oh, well, I don't know if you, you, you like me and like Adam and, and even like Dan, you know, you, you go from having a really hectic life where you've got to be places at certain times. You know, you've got a gig here, a gig there. You know, you've got a session here. You've got to go and train here and go and do that. And then yeah. to suddenly just, you know, the, the brakes are just slammed on completely. Um, you know, that, that for me, I found that the hardest, you know, thing uh, to sort of deal with was suddenly my brain didn't have all that activity and all that stuff to be thinking of anymore. Um, yeah, 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 I mean, so the, the kind of loneliness kind of kicked in quite quickly. So my um, girlfriend's a head teacher, so she was working the whole time. Even like even the holidays, the way she'd not, would normally be off, that she had to for the uh, the primary workers, like she had to be in school for mm. the for Easter and then even some of the summer. Yeah. So I literally was at home, twiddling my thumbs like a lot, and so things like. So I said I'd, I jumped straight on the the Facebook Live stuff, and that was really, it was for me as much as anything else that I just wanted to have connection with people. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't, don't think I realised how much that was a thing for me. I just, you know, when you're doing the job, you just think, right, turn up, do a gig, go home, yeah, and you don't necessarily notice that connection to people. But then when you're not doing those gigs, you really go, really wow, it. okay. Yeah, I haven't spoken to anyone today. And that's tough, isn't it? I think um, yeah. the, the live streaming thing and even like down to your uh, your Zoom PT sessions as well, I think one of the most amazing things to come from all of it is the fact that now people's uh, livelihoods can change in su such a way. You know, you can be very virtual, you can be very flexible, and I think that's going to exist. That's, that's it now. It's in there as part of the game, isn't it? You know, It all bounce backs in you know, in some way, but it's very definitely going to change. Absolutely. You can see, you know, but it has that, that, have that flexibility has got to be amazing. Like, that's uh, a yeah, benefit, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, really? yeah. That's changing well, the whole... Well, not for everyone. <laughs> well, no, of course, <laughs> not but... For, you know, but to be able to say... that rely on no. footfall. In, but, you know, but then places out of town benefit from that. Yeah, yeah, so they do. The fish shop near us has never been so busy. And, you know, <laughs> everyone's again, getting yeah, their the funny lunch thing as well the bakers rather than... By doing the online... Sorry. You there, Tony? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. No, I was saying the, the funny thing as well about doing the online kind of gigs is because I did it every, every day at one o'clock with a different theme. So people were requesting songs on different themes just to try and keep it interesting and make me have to think as well as make them have to think. Yeah. But it meant that I grew like a bit of a, uh, of a following like of people that have never, ever been to a gig of mine. Yeah. And we're not like, and we're nowhere near London. Like a load of guys up in Scotland who I think, one of them had maybe been to a gig of mine in London, so that's how the kind of connection was there. Mm. But then that person invited all of their friends, nice. and they were tuning in every every day at one o'clock and cool. giving me the most ridiculous requests on whatever theme I came ah. up with. What's the strangest request you've had um, within your lockdown sessions, your lockdown live sessions? Uh, I mean, they're all like, it dep depends. I mean, so one like so, just looking at the thing I've got in front of me here, Invisible Touch Genesis. Uh, Miss Dyn Miss was that Miss Dynamite he? Dynamite Yeah, <laughs> just just so many different. <laughs> that's very cool. Like, it was it was actually fun coming up with the different themes as well. Obviously, I did the decades. Obviously, that's an easy one to to tick off. But then I literally had to go right anything that's got 
a color in it or a country or anything like that. And it was it was good. It really made me have to. It got me in. It definitely caught me out. Many, I was going to say it must have. You know, you you go from. It must have got your brain like you get your brain going as well, doesn't it? it gives it something to really process and do because that's the most painful yeah, yeah, part right. of it. it was. You know, physically, if you're at home, you've got stuff that you could be doing at home, but mentally, it's not necessarily the most stimulating of things. And it's not a quiz. And it's not a quiz. Yeah, yeah, the quizzes. We very quick. I think we did five. I must add at this point that um, it, with the the, uh, the the Atkins family quizzes that we were part of, my my brood, my my clan, Jane and I, we were the winners. So overall, we were the winners. So um, if any of them are listening, um, you know, we've still got that and we will hold on to that forever and we will never, ever join another quiz because then we'll always be the champions. Um, That's wonderful. And you also did a load of writing, Tony. That's one way that you you managed to quell a bit of boredom. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I kind of joined this kind of songwriting circle writing group thing with a, a woman in Nashville called Sarah Spencer. And she does... I, th- I think she did it more often during lockdown, but like every three or four months she would do a week where she would give five kind of prompts and what she would then call an amplifier. And sometimes it would be a list of 10 random words and four chords or, or just things to try and make you think outside the box, like ways you would not normally write songs. And yeah, I found it, it was great. And then obviously everyone posts their tune that they come up with is, Within 24 hours, you've got to write the song. And people will give feedback on each other's songs. I met some other really cool uh, songwriters just doing it as well and just going to be doing more collaborative kind of stuff with them over in America. And, yeah, it's cool. It's good fun. No, it is great. So um, are you going to you gonna perform one of those tracks that you wrote in lockdown for us today? Yeah, yeah. you going to do one of those? So this, uh, this one is called um, Pull the Wool Over My Eyes. Okay, cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I presume your performing name is Tony Bowen. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not something unusual. That Pull the wool over my eyes, um, Tony Bowen. He's going to play for us right now. So have a listen. What point did you decide to pull the wool over my eyes? Is it permanent disguise? Like a sheep and wolves go dead Where do you stop and I begin? I think it's starting to wait for me But if you're in love with somebody Well I know I'll be okay But if you need someone to listen From the Boy's supposed to do by a rattle, but a 
Ladies and gentlemen, the fantastic Tony Bowen. Thank you, Tony. Um, tell us a little bit more about that song then. So where did that originate? Was that one of the uh, sort of Nashville songwriting circle uh, jobbies or was that just something that came to you? Yeah, it's a bit of a combination, really. It's just a, the, the phrase pull the wool of my eyes kind of came to me and I, uh, I kind of riffed on that a bit. And yeah, and I just thought then that the, the chorus kind of it, one of the it was one of those songs that kind of wrote it. It just, you know, fell, fell out of me. Right. Well, that's good. They're, they're always the fun ones, aren't they, when they just come from nowhere? <laughs> they're always the fun ones. And um, yeah. you, you've, you're going to do another another track for us a little bit later on as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Is it one that we can request, or is it, uh, can we human jukebox it, or is it one that you've already decided upon? Uh, I was considering doing that Harry Styles tune, but oh, I... Oh, okay. I, I am a bit of a fan. Play. All right, well, well, we'll go with the Styles, maybe. We'll try and get him on the podcast, cool. and he can review the uh, the performance. That's yeah. so, Harry Styles. Uh, if you are listening, uh, we would love to be sponsored by you, uh, and also please join us as a guest as well. Um, so, um, Adam, I know you're sort of here uh, today having a chat, but um, you've got such an amazing um, space here. Mm. Uh, tell us about Beach Sound. What what's the sort of? I know what it does because obviously we're in here most weeks uh, bothering you, and you're very <laughs> kindly accepting uh, us coming into your studio. But where where did the idea sort of? originate you what sort of things have you been doing i know you've been so busy during lockdown doing a lot of things virtually but just tell us a bit about um, sound. yeah so i've i've always wanted to have a studio um like when we when we got our first house having a like a space to record and stuff was always going to be part of our like what we wanted in from the house kind of thing so we found this place it had a nice big garage and i was like that's literally perfect um so then yeah saved up a bit and you uh, built all this yourself? Uh, yeah, with, with a bit of help from a carpenter friend who did like the, the main structure of the, in, the inside room. Uh, and then I did all the decorating and soundproofing and stuff. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's all come together. I'm really, really pleased with it. Yeah, you should be, man. So it's such a fantastic space. And I think it, like when Dan, when you walked in this morning, you're like, this is a bit good. Mm. You know, you do walk in and suddenly you've just got this, this space in front of you which screams creativity, screams, you know, you know, you can you can do something amazing in here. So yeah. you, it's not just music you do in here, is it? You you do um, other things as well. Yeah. So I I started out doing more like videography and photography kind of stuff, um, and then the music I guess kind of come later. Mm. Um, so luckily I can tie tie that in and do both. So I've been doing some drum cover videos. Uh, all of my bands, the tunes we do a, a lot of like videos in here, like studio sessions. Uh, yeah, the Prison Beach Club guys in here. Prison as well, Beach Club, yeah, they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, we did like a one take, uh, like continuous shot for them. That was really cool. Was um, that yeah. all one take? Yeah, for their for their videos. Yeah, oh, we just, I was just roaming around, kind of like Wolfpack. I don't know if you've seen that yeah, yeah. Madison Square Garden thing. So we wanted to go with that kind that's, of style. That's awesome. That's, I might have to have a check the video about that. Yeah, we've yeah. been doing some demos in lockdown for the for King Tastic. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, we definitely need to get that kind of live vibe. And that sounds, the one-shot thing is sounds exactly the kind of thing I had in my head, actually. Yeah. Well, take a look on uh, on the Facebook page because we put the Prison Beach Club video that Adam um, d directed, produced, and sort of... Is it fair to say you directed it? I suppose it is, I, isn't it? I held the camera, so yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are the director, producer. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, the creative overlord. Why not, why not throw in choreographer as well? Yeah. Sure, yeah, I'll, were, I'll take that. There yeah, were yeah. dance moves, <laughs> so it works well. But yeah, do, do get in touch with Adam, mate. He's, um, he's a legend, and yeah, we'll most yeah, certainly awesome. do some stuff with you as well. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, aside from the baby on the way, is there anything sort of exciting uh, in, the, in the pipeline for the studio? Um... Um, just got some more sessions in. I'm starting like a John Mayer tribute band thing, which should be cool. We are recording the tracks for that. Um, 
as we speak. Nice. Not, not right now, but yeah. Is in, that more John Mayer trio or more John Mayer? John um, Mayer? Well, we've we've got like a big like six seven piece band, so it's more like the full the full setup. But I think we are excited to do some of the trio stuff as well. Very cool. Um, nice. Yeah. So I'm, that's that's quite exciting at the moment. And are you singing and playing on that? Yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> okay. F- fill everyone with confidence about it. Yeah. It's yeah. Be great. Yeah. <laughs> Big shoes to fill. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do a music special at some point. Yeah, that'd be why fun. Not? Why not? All right. And Dan, you play a bit of music as well, don't you? You've got the old Joanna at home. Yeah, yeah. What's your, what's your favourite tune to be playing at the moment? Um, I win the Spurs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which hopefully you'll be playing later on <laughs> Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Absolutely. With any luck. A fellow <laughs> Spur here. Tony, are you, what, are you, are you footballing in, in, in any well, way? Well, being, being a Welshman, I do not give two hoots about football. <laughs> so all you're a rugby. rugby. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, Dan, what, um, what I'd be really interested to hear from for you, like, one of the things that, um, when I first started sort of going through the process and starting to, because I, I box um, and I do a lot of weight training now, that sort of came a little bit later, the weight training. But certainly when I, I remember doing my first proper boxing session and coming home and the days afterwards, the days of pain, the days of, absolute agony of my limbs and my muscles sort of going what have you been doing and I imagine now looking back at that that's a very common thing for somebody who wasn't necessarily exercising but was active so mm. I wasn't you know pushing those muscles and those limbs to to the extremes that they needed to be but like what are common injuries that somebody starting out might experience you know somebody who has been pretty you know maybe they've done nothing there's been no exercise and they, they need to get going what, what are some com- common things that people can expect well certainly that pain yes yeah. stress <laughs> you're, you're causing stress to the body uh that is what you're supposed to do so it's you heal and get stronger so you are causing stress and that is the healing process and, and the pain that, that comes with it now causing stress and doing too much it's hard to know what where that balance is you often get tendon injuries, so the points where the muscle attaches to a bone. So if you're doing a lot of running, you can get a lot of Achilles, calf injuries, stuff like that. Boxing, you might get joint pain, elbow mm-hmm. pain. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's no, it, that's why it's always good to have a trainer. Yeah. So, you know, you've got your, your, your guy, your, your boxing guy. So he will guide you accordingly. So I'd always say, make sure if you're going into something that you, you pay the money. Yeah. You see someone, an expert in whatever it is that you want to do. And like with your boxing, you're learning a skill and that's yeah. all part of it. But they will guide you and let you know that that pain is a good thing. Yeah. Remind or, you that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're peeing blood, then you might have overdone it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. A rhabdo going on. But it's, um, <laughs> yes, it's... It tends to be t- tendon injuries, and everyone kind of presents with a story, if you like. So their pattern that has brought them to a point, injuries, working habits. So you spend all day sitting at a desk, and yeah. you and certain muscles are going to get short, other muscles are going to get long, and then you're going to do the opposite to try and combat that. Mm. And then it's it has to be a, a kind of structured uh, program of doing that to come away from what is essentially your new norm. Yeah. So you stand up from a chair, you would essentially walk away in that same hunched position. So you've got to coax away the tightness and, and gradually strengthen the opposing muscles, if you like. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's so habits, it's isn't it, really? Habits. By the, by the Everything is habits, yeah. good or bad. And the creatures are habits, so it's, 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 it's easy re- to slip re- into. Pro- yeah, reprogramming those habits. And that's true of everything, you know, dietary, exercise, whatever it may be. Yeah, it's you know, Work is. habits, it's I mean, even, we do even what music, we do. But like little and often learning like when you're learning something new, do it a little bit, little by little bit, and just building up the, the muscle memory and things yeah. like that. Absolutely, yeah. Learning yeah. the basics, right, and going from there. Yeah, mm. and small chunks, isn't it? I yeah. I'd never, I'd, uh, only recently I've sort of started to see the par- I've been comparing the parallels between learning, actually learning a piece of music, uh, and also then, you know, starting out with exercising as well and learning that skill. Um, and I guess now I'm at a point where, um, not not the only reason, but, you know, one of the significant reasons why I still... Um, paid to see a PT because I do know how to do these things now. I've learned those skills, but the you know the, the most significant reason is because it's that accountability. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I actually did. Um, You'll let yourself down, but you won't let your trainer down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, I'm almost. Afraid. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because like, yesterday, um, I had a, an online session booked in, and um, it was a little bit late starting, and I just I just got going, you know, and and um, May uh, started calling me, and I said, "Oh, just a minute, I'm you know I'm just finishing up with." 20 lunges and 
in my mind, I was a bit like, wow, you know, let's let's uh, let's rewind <laughs> three years ago. You know, I would never have stood in the gym waiting for her or, or for Elliot to turn up thinking, oh, I'll just get a few reps in here. Yeah. I'll just do a few of these and then see how we get on. And yeah, so I think. And it, that, and it gets about that habit, isn't it? You'd, yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd put that in your mind that I am working out from this time to this time. So let's get going. And then yeah. if, when she joins me, she can tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's confidence as well, isn't it? That it you is don't, confident. you're not in there looking around, looking for inspiration for other people. Yeah. Copying what they do, their bad habits, maybe yeah. or not, but it's typically for me in the studio, in a, in a gym studio though, it's actually, I find it a bit more intimidating having other people. I do. I've found that actually doing it online. I've, I feel a lot more comfortable in my skin. Yeah. Um, in the sense of just, you know, being able to make those, those muck-ups and it was only until it wasn't until i went to and have my first session with may we went to a studio a gym uh, in gravesend called bulks and bulks is um it's a it's your sort of archetypal gym it's in an industrial unit at it's, muscle all, gym, yeah. it's a proper yeah, muscle gym and, and like i remember when she said look come down to bulks and i'd already sort of seen a little bit of bulks i knew a few people that went and i was be like i'm you know I'll, I'll be honest with you i'm not going to be really comfy in there but i'll go um, and it was her, it was May that said, you know, the thing is, everybody in there will be so supportive of you. And it, it was like within a few a few sessions of going there, people were like, hey, you going, Tommy, and doing, oh, yep. try to do this, you know. And if I happened to be there on my own doing something for five minutes before or afterwards, you know, somebody would always, always come over, a complete stranger, and say, oh, you know, when you're doing that, maybe put your foot here and think yep. about it. Like, and that was brilliant. And it even came down to the fact that, you know, the person behind the desk, who you obviously start to build a bit of a relationship with, I came in a few weeks later, like, oh, Tommy, you look like you've you've lost weight here and here. And it was just like, it was the complete opposite of what I expected. Yeah. I expected... You and know, that's exactly it, you, your you expected that person to come and point and laugh. Well, yeah. that, 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 well that, that, that really upset me, your friend that yeah, said that a few pods ago. That was, that was Liam, was yeah. Because that is, well, I've never experienced it, but I, and I've not heard many stories like that because no. so many people are willing to help because yeah. everyone has been day one in a gym. Yeah. Mm. You don't know what's gone before, but everyone has gone to the gym for the first time and doesn't know what they're doing. Mm. Even Arnie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so everyone, everyone has a start point. Yeah. So be vulnerable. Yeah. Ask questions. People will want to help. When have you ever not re reacted to someone in a way? If someone yeah. comes to you for advice, you will give them that. You'll give them that. So no, no one's any different to you. No. Again, so you be a peer, a peer well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You for anything. Be, yeah. Be vulnerable. People are like frightened. The first time you went on stage, you. Go on, Tony. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, no. So, like, so you can bring that back to music with, like, the first time that you go on stage, it's kind of similar. Like, you expecting in your head, you have things, people just booing at you or <laughs> whatever else. Like, in in the gym scenario, you expect people just to go, ha! Yeah. Look at him trying to lift that. Yeah, to be looking and laughing and pointing. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I'm sure everyone's looking around to to for inspiration often. Yeah. But if you're feeling, oh, why are they looking? And it's your insecurities. Not yours, ones. No, well, insecure it, it and was. yours, but yeah, <laughs> but everyone's. Um, everyone's just looking around to see what everyone else is doing, and yeah. often I'll be doing it, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's an interesting exercise. I wonder yeah. why they're doing that. Yeah. Um, so it's, but then the perception of that is, look at him staring. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's mindset. It almost needs to be a sign up saying, you know, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at you like, wear <laughs> yeah, a badge. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm inspired by you. Yeah, <laughs> Don't yeah. Know. Like it well, is, why not? It is yeah. and, when, and it's the same for, I mean, Adam, I know, you know, we've been to gigs before where we've just stood and we're staring at the musicians on stage. And mm. actually in hindsight, when you think about it that way, that must be incredible. Well, maybe it's not, but that could be perceived as quite intimidating. We're just looking. You if know, you're just watching. a bloke looking, it's fine. Yeah. Looking, you're Tom Knight from Beer Pressure. <laughs> it's it's going to put a great deal of... Uh, you can always tell when there's a musician in the audience. They're, they're <laughs> staring at the hands Ar of the guitarist. Arms crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Staring. Yeah, that is me. Yeah. People think I'm not enjoying live I music. I do it as well. Yeah. yeah, I am enjoying it. I mean, look, And actually, I don't know about you, Adam, but if I'm enjoying it, I'm crossing my arms and I'm really watching because I'm yeah. thinking... How did they do that? Even looking grumpy, like that's a compliment. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's good. Tony, are you the same as Adam and I? Yeah, pretty. I mean, I mean, I do, study. I do like a good dance. Right. I do like a good dance, but I, I, I'm, I just know that everyone who's, who's on stage somewhere is is better than me, so I just don't <laughs> feel it's easier to not judge. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say I'm judging. I'm just trying to learn. I'm just trying to get better. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is for me. <laughs> Looking at the, oh, Christ, how did they do that? 
Uh, yeah, okay. okay no, how I many think... fingers has that guy got? Yeah, how is it that he can do this? <laughs> yeah, that's often the, the consideration of mine. But it's interesting how there are definitely parallels between music and the sort of fitness side of things. And the, it's all those, I think it's because it falls down to that skills based stuff, isn't it? And it's the change of uh, like muscle memory, like Tony said. So, um, Adam, how do you, this is a real curveball question for you, mate. How Go. do you learn, let's say you've got a song. Yeah. And you've got to learn it for a, I don't know, a first dance. How do you, what's your process? What do you go through to learn it? Um, I'll just play it and play it and play it. Like I try to learn by ear. So I'll like play the song, try and play along, figure it out. Cause that way, if my brain has worked out what the chords are, I'm more likely to remember it mm. rather than just reading it. So I'll try and play it by ear. Um, and then I'll just, just play it over and over again until it's in it's repetition. Repetition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the same for you, Tony, I guess. I kind of have that. I, I mean, I'm primarily a singer when I'm with King Tastic rather than playing any of the instruments. But so my learning process for that is put it on repeat in my ears and go for a run. Yeah. Mm. Um, until I'm too sick and tired of that song, yeah. I'll put something else. That's on. my. And then I'm I'll a... listen to it a couple more times before I finish and. It's normally pretty lodged in. Yeah, that's mm. my process. I mean, maybe it's I'm a singer as well by by trade, I suppose. So yeah. maybe maybe different instrument, you know, different instrumental disciplines learn it differently. But I'm the same as you. Play it as much until the point of I'm sick to death of it. You know, I can mm. I could close my eyes and I can still sort of hear the changes and where it's going to. It's sort yeah. of plotting out that map. Mm. Mm. But the um, the idea of being in a gym that's repetition based as well, right? Absolutely. And yeah. and just sort of learning that very those very small changes one thing that still amazes me and even doing it virtually is may can look at what i'm doing she'll say stop move your right foot to the right a little bit more you know and, and that will make it easier and she's not even in the bloody room you know and she can it's, see it's what you know isn't it so yeah. i could look at the way adam's here with it and what what is he up to there <laughs> and well, it's just like he just, effortless. he just knows it but mm. you, you you know you watch somebody walk and you can see the subtle kinks in their body so you know you need to know a lot to not to not know very much. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so a subtle little so. turn out of the toe. Yeah, it's just a little foot turn, but yeah. the impact of but that on your thing. knee uh, well, always coming it. down like from the hip or up from like, the foot. Yeah. Oh, she's so fussy, but yeah. it's just obviously there's a reason for it, and it, and it yeah. does make it better. So yeah, fair yeah, play. I guess it works. It works the same way, uh, the opposite way, where you're thinking this exercise is doing nothing for me, and then she says, "Turn your foot back just yeah, two it. degrees yeah. that way," yeah. and then you're like. This yeah. is impossible. <laughs> yeah. And that must be the same with learning an instrument or whatever, Absolutely. right? That you, you learn it the wrong way and you keep doing it that and you will bed in that wrong thing. Most of the way I learn things are the wrong way. But yeah, I yeah. think it is that idea of you do just eventually click within that right. And it is adjustments, isn't it? When I think back to bar chords, the very first time I learned to play bar chords, it's bloody difficult. Yeah. And it was just that repetition. I'm looking at Adam because I know it would have been exactly the same. And, yeah. and for you as well, Tony, you know, bar chords, oh, yeah, they're bloody difficult. And mm. like... I remember getting the, I had a Bare Naked Ladies book and I was intent on learning all those songs and then suddenly there were these bar chords and I was looking at it thinking, well, that's not natural. How am I supposed well, to... If, like people, if people don't know that there's a band called Bare Naked Ladies, this... <laughs> there is a band called the Bare Naked Ladies, uh, yes, but other Bare Naked Lady books are available. Um, but yeah, they're not quite as harmonious. Well, they might be. I suppose. Um, anyway, we won't dwell on that. Um, <laughs> tangent. That's another podcast. <laughs> uh, it's another, yes, a whole other podcast. The Bare Naked Ladies podcast <laughs> with Adam Hall Osman. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dan, we were talking about um, people getting started with, with fitness and things like that. But, um, and we were talking about the injuries. What would you say are some, let's say you're looking at me for the first time. Let's say we've met for the first time. I've come to you saying, look, I want to lose some weight. And I know that it would be very, very personable. Uh, I know it's going to be different for different people, but let's say if there's somebody at home and they're listening to this and they really want to get going with something, let's say they're a big guy, they're like me. Um, what would be a nice, gentle introduction to some sort of exercise? What could they do? More. More. More movement. More, yeah. It's, it's, it's far more complex, but it's really very simple. Do a bit more. Mm. More out, less in. Yeah. In, it's in a far more complex than that, of course. But, that's but a simple in, way in a simple way, absolutely. But are there and, any? And find something that that you enjoy. That's it's got to be. Say. It's got. It's got to be fun. You got to. You got to want to do it. So you got to ask the why. Why? Mm. Why are you doing it? Find something that you will, like your boxing. Yeah. In your instance. Yeah. Y you wanted to do that. You wanted to learn a skill, and even if it's just getting up and going for a walk, doing more. Step counters has been great. You know, yeah. as we talk, you know that that. 
that arbitrary figure of 10,000 steps. So for a lot of people, it's, you know, you get to the end of the day and you've done nine, four, you're like, ah, I better get out and do another 600. So little things like that. So yeah. little things, small changes to an ultimate end point. Um, and like you said, it's, 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 a, it's a mentality thing. So and yeah, certainly don't expect immediate results as well. It can't happen. No. You think, you know, well if, it, think if it is a weight loss that you're looking for, yeah. it didn't go on quickly, so it's not going to come off quickly. No, that's it. Well, um, well Bjorn, uh, Bjorn joined us in a, a podcast a couple of podcasts ago, and um, Bjorn Dawson runs a, a fitness company, and he was saying exactly the same thing. You know, the weight goes on, and it goes on over a period of time. And he had, I think he actually said that he had somebody who came to him wanting to lose some weight, and he said, okay, so how much weight are you looking to lose? And I, I can't remember exactly. I think it was like two or three stone that they wanted to lose. And he said, okay, well, how long did it take you to put that on? Yeah. I was like, oh, about five or six years. And he's like, wow, well, and when do you want it gone? And she said, oh, by the end of this Summer. month. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, that's just never going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, it needs Unless to be you chop that. off a leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just, yeah, weigh yourself with no clothes on maybe. But well, they're the kind of subtle tricks that people will play. Yeah. Like you said, it, then you already go and you take your keys out. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, the aluminium watch <laughs> off, you know, yeah. belt off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just pointless, though, isn't yeah. it? Because the second you have to weigh yourself with your clothes on in... Oh, it's good to always do it the same. Yeah. You know, same time of the day yeah. in nothing. <laughs> so you're getting a true thing. But every yeah. time you go See, into I'm, a, I've a got group weigh-in or something... Well, that's <laughs> the difficulty. Because, like, at the moment with my Slimming World stuff, we are all virtual um, for obvious reasons. And I know already that despite that I'm doing it in my bathroom with my scales and I'm doing it consistently i'm wearing the same things it's at the same time uh, i do know that i'm going to jump onto their scales and it will be completely different mm. um but i think at the moment with the environment that we're in in, in terms of i'm having to do it all at home that's the best i've got you know so i've lost this i, lo I weighed this morning and i've lost you know i'm Great. nearly i'm nearly well under done. my next my target which Fantastic. will be amazing yeah um absolutely. but yeah, I just know already. Scales are just not accurate. It doesn't matter, yeah. No. As long as you use the same one, it's an arbitrary number. It is. And so that's if you're bouncing between scales, you're going to get differences. But you haven't changed. Well, you're, you're trying to change. Yeah. But in any one moment, from one scale to another, you but haven't the, changed. But this is the thing. I, I did a bit of a, an experiment the other day, because I often get pissed off with my scales, for obvious reasons. <laughs> and uh, my experiment was I jumped on uh, the night before, because I thought I'd had a really dodgy week. You know, It hadn't been the best weeks in terms of what I'd chosen to eat and stuff. And it was the bloody scales fault. No, it wasn't. That's <laughs> the thing. But I got on the scales and it was a maintain from the previous. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, I'll just weigh myself in the morning, you know, and um, then I'll text it over to, to Lorraine and bosh. And when I went to bed, having just weighed myself, I woke up in the morning. I kid you not, it was five pounds heavier. Same place, same clothes, different time. And it just amazed me. So I was like, this is wrong. What's yeah, happened? What? Yeah, yeah. I didn't gorge during the no, night that's right, that yeah, I'm aware yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and so then I sort of, I did my PT session with did me. You, did you drink a lot of water in the night? No, I was asleep. <laughs> Unless somebody was just drip feeding I mean, me I water. I did drink a lot of water in the night, but. No, but that's oh. what I couldn't work out. And I'd had all my, you know, all my, bits. Well, that yeah. all happened. Yeah. You know, all, all the stuff. <laughs> um, so I was a bit surprised and did my PT, did that, went showered. Um, I know I weighed before the shower and I'd lost two pounds apparently in an hour doing PT so basically it's either my scales or that number as you say is just completely arbitrary and you yeah. just need to go yeah. with how you're feeling how your clothes are fitting scales. <laughs> I was going to say I've got a thing about I've got a thing about weighing I, don't, I like for you I haven't I've only actually recently started weighing myself out of curiosity like because I'm doing the Ironman thing next September that I just thought it would be interesting to see how much weight I lose up until this, this point, but thanks to lockdown and not being in the pub drinking four or five <laughs> nights a week, that has significantly helped the the belly region. Anyway, <laughs> and your prep for Ironman probably as well. You don't want to be doing Ironman with a, a belly full of pints. No, you? exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, what's your Ironman all about? Tell, tell us where you, where are you doing that, mate? Well, I naively signed up to Ironman Wales uh, mainly because it's that's my hometown, so I should have plenty of support there and lots of my friends have done it who I grew up with and I thought <laughs> if that guy could do it I could do it <laughs> uh, it would appear that that, that that guy that guy trained significantly for the last <laughs> 10 years and that's why he smashed it um, but yeah I mean that, that's, that, I mean I don't want to say that there are good things about coronavirus but it definitely has meant that I've lost a lot of weight and I've like had all of the time to go running and cycling and when the pools are open swimming mm. um so yeah that's been 
that's been good. But yes. Yeah, what it's, does it's, Ironman it, entail it though? Is, what you have to run, you have to cycle, you have to swim. Is it just is it triathlon? So you have to. I mean, it is. It the more I I, I try not to think about that too much because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's two two mile swim in the sea, a hundred mile cycle, and then a marathon. Well, did it's just stupid. Hundred mile no, I, cycle. Like I say. Like just naive, even considering doing it. The th- I think you're yeah, mad other, for doing it, by the way, Tony. I just want to say, <laughs> but well done. It, I was just sitting here thinking, the well, maybe I should set that as a challenge for me, but no, no, no. Because <laughs> no, I was going to say, with the um, with people starting off that thing, the thing that got me into do- in any running or anything like that was just the couch to five k. My girlfriend was doing it, and I thought, hey, I'll come for a run, with, come for a run with you, and it's walk, run, walk, run, walk, run, until eventually you're running the whole way. And it, is, it just completely changed. It's kind of like reset your, my, your thoughts on fitness because that, like, by the end of it, you're running for 5K and you're like, this is, I'd never dreamed that I'd be doing this. Yeah. And then I signed up for a marathon, uh, for London Marathon. People, again, at that point, people were saying, are you mad? I'm like, well, I'm not planning on winning, <laughs> just finishing. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so it's just kind of the continuation of that. Then happened to move house and there's, there was a pure gym next door pretty much. So it was super handy. It's one of those, if you have to walk past it to go anywhere, mm. you might as well go in now and again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I've, I've, I've gone so far as recently, and nobody knows this, I've downloaded the Couch to 5K app um, with the view. I did look through it. I was like, well, maybe I should. Maybe why not give it a go? Um, but it does, it looks pretty it cool it is amazing yeah. yeah and that's is that an nhs thing has that come because i don't quite know whether i've heard it through other people yeah. but that's just only sort of really come about recently right yes the nhs and then you get you oh he's been, choose, been there like, a while a radio one dj or a comedian to talk you through it yeah i chose the uh the olympian because <laughs> i thought if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna uh, do yeah. it quick <laughs> why not Okay, um, maybe I'll give that a go. But um, no, one you th- will give it a go. Well, I will you give will it a go. But I should download the app. It's literally the best thing ever. But I, the only thing that stopped me from running is my size, and just the impact on my my knees, my old leg is walk it, walk it. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that calorie is the output is the same as well. walking it or running it. It doesn't matter. All right. The calories it requires to do a walk or a run. I have my mum in the room. All right, mum. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, but that is oh, literally the beauty of this app as well. You you walk for a bit. You run. At the speed that you can run, like you don't don't push it, and the point is, by the time you you feel a bit knackered, you're walking again, yeah. and then you catch your breath, and then you're running, and then it and it just slow incrementally gets bigger and better, and yeah, it's it's like the best thing. So for getting fit, it doesn't matter what size you are. Um, I will, okay, all right. You can walk five k now. Hundred percent. I can walk way more than five k. Well, there you go. I reckon. Of course you can. Maybe um, I- I'm thinking, Adam. I'm just sort of having an idea. I'm thinking if if you signed up to do Iron Man, mm. yeah, and then I could maybe like drive alongside, yeah, like, on a boat, uh, on a motorbike. Um, what's the other thing? The running. Yeah, and then I could just record you all the way, and I'll be the engineer. You'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> we could just do a whole support live team. Iron Man. Yeah, we'll be your support team. Yeah, I'll g- I'll get back to you. Yeah. On that one, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. You let me know. Yeah. You'll probably want to get out of the house though after February, <laughs> after January, <laughs> won't you? Let's we'll face see. it. You want to just oh yeah, I'll do an Iron Man. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Another thing that you could do, like along that front, is to to ease yourself in. Is if you have got a let's say. Uh, you've got a friend that's that is really into running. Well, if you cycle next to that person, you're, yeah, you're, you're doing the equivalent. You're going to be, yeah. That's exactly what and I'm so trying to. I'm trying, builds... trying to persuade Adam to do that, Tony. He's not interested, so you know. Um, again, I'm going to I'm going to leave it there in case you then offer to, <laughs> for me to come to Wales and do it with you. Yeah, I'm I'm busy. I've got a gig <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so when is your Ironman, Tony? When does that all kick off? Uh, September the twelfth. Okay. So you got a so fair amount of time. It's supposed to be this September. Oh, okay. So it's been pushed back. And then it all got pushed back. And I'm again another other reasons to be glad that this whole scenario has happened because there's no way on earth I would have even finished the swim. <laughs> like just yeah, I've no. It's so ready. A whole extra year of training. So oh, that's good. Something and and is it something you're doing for charity? No, I, I mean I it's it's. It's one of those ones that you don't like. Like London Marathon, the only way to get a place is through charity, really, and things right. like that. So, I, I'm not. I I kind of have been doing bit like so during lockdown. I did uh, a marathon gig, 
Right. Like so, when London Marathon was on, I played for six hours on a on a Facebook Live and raised money for the NHS. Very but cool. That it was good. I mean, it was it was really good fun, and it was one of those things. That you just kind of, I'm doing this anyway, and I don't have a William make a cup of tea. Then and it was it was cool. It was really good fun. No no repeats. It was just. And it was all requests. It was really good fun. Oh, okay. We should say at this point, I think it's fair to say, we, um, obviously where Tony is uh, joining us virtually, there are we are aware that there are the occasional lags, but you, you're not losing, anyone that's listening, you're not losing what uh, Tony's saying. He does return and suddenly speaking very, very quickly. Um, but that uh, it is all still there. Um, so we just have a bit of a, an internet uh, issue, I think. But we're managing to pick up what you're saying, cool. Tony. So thank you. And yeah, so how much did you, how much money did you raise in the end for the, for, with your uh, Facebook Live Marathon I think it was 740 quid or something. Pretty good going, mate. Nice one. Yeah, well done. Well done, you. Okay, so couch to 5K for me. All right, and maybe something for charity. Maybe. Maybe that's what we'll do. Um, Dan, what's your your sport of choice? Football. Football. You play, I mean... Not anymore. Did you used to play? Uh, Only amateur, yeah. So with friends. Um, Five aside. Got back into that last year. A load of old old fellas running around chasing teenagers (laughs) around. That was fun for a while. Um, but no, but not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. Risk reward ratio is not in my favour. So you're worried about injuries now? Um, it's it's on four G, three G, four G, whatever that stuff is, and there there is a lot of ankles, knees that happen because of you stop, but your body doesn't because you're. Oh, well, this is the, the turf. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so I know it was fun. I was I was we were enjoying it, but you know, not anymore. But you also we're get done. you get on the bike as well. Uh yeah, in up ish cycle to the station, not not greatly. So just cycling to the station now. I'm more I'm more of a gym bod. Right. Um, yeah. So run a bit, but not really. I'd rather do sprints on a treadmill. I don't like kind of pounding the roads too much. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you've removed the active thing that you do. Say that again. It sounds like you've removed the active thing that you do. Your football's gone. Well, I, I can, yeah, I'd run on a pitch all day, no problem. Yeah. And football training, fine. Yeah. But just going out for a run, I, I just can't. You've got to find something that's interesting, haven't you? I prefer well, it's funny, short, so the sharp. Second, sorry. The, yeah, yeah, sorry. The, uh, the, my, on my second EP, I've got a song called Broken Bones, and that is inspired by a friend of mine saying for weeks on end, hey, Tony, come play football with us. Come play football with us. Come play football with us. And I, I was just like, no, it's just not... It's, it's going to go wrong. I, I'm not, I didn't think I was fit enough. I didn't whatever else. So, and I just, so I, I eventually went to play football with him and the first tackle that he did on me <laughs> broke my leg. <laughs> broke your leg? Broke my leg. Oh, so dear. for six weeks, I was sat on a couch and wrote a new EP. So <laughs> I realised I was laughing prematurely then. I'm not <laughs> laughing because you broke your leg. I just knew it was coming, yeah. but I didn't quite know it would be that, that was, severe. That was 5K to couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you still friends with this guy? Because, I mean, I wouldn't be. It's like almost like, <laughs> I, almost yeah, like he I, set you up. I'm, no, no, no. I actually have done, been doing some songwriting with him since. Okay. So it's fine. All it's right. Good. Did you break his leg within the first <laughs> few minutes of doing it? <laughs> In the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for football. <laughs> um, you're going to do another track for us, uh, Tony. Is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? What's definitely. Uh, what's your plan? You're gonna you said Harry Styles earlier, and it may be interested yeah, yeah. So, even more. So obviously, when we're doing King Tastic uh, for the weddings and functions and things like that, we try and put in new songs as they come up. And and Watermelon, Watermelon Sugar seems like a tune that will get the the kids dancing. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's a banger. I love isn't it. it. Yeah, it's a great yeah. tune. And have you listened to his album? Uh, I've put it on. I haven't really properly listened oh, to it yet. It's, there's many, many bangers on there. Yeah. So, yeah, do it. All right. Um, so, Tony Bowen is going to uh, sing us a lovely cover of um, Watermelon Sugar, uh, originally performed by Harry Styles. Taste like strawberries on a summer evening And it sounds just like a song I want more berries and that summer feeling It's a wonderful and Breathe me in Breathe me out I don't know if I could ever go without I'm just thinking aloud I don't know if I could ever go without But I'm in a trigger I'm 
Ladies and gents, uh, Tony Bowen and uh, Watermelon Sugar. Uh, thank you ever so much, Tony. Um, Tony, uh, just, we're going to wrap up soon, but um, how can people get in touch with you? What 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 can people look forward to hearing from you uh, in the next few months, years, decades, lockdowns, whatevers? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in the short term, things like we've still got a bit of space for the, for the wedding band, Kingtastic, and that's just kingtastic.com. Uh, and then with my original stuff, uh, I've been I've been writing during lockdown. I just kind of I actually recorded a load of covers in lockdown and selling a little CD, so people can contribute towards then uh, me going into studio in January to record what's tentatively called the lockdown sessions. Right. Uh, and that's yeah. And um, you'll you'll be, be all the new tunes that I've. You've been writing, is that right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'll be please you'll be uh, please do share that with us when you are. Um, when you when you've written that, you know, let us know and uh, you know, send us a copy. We'd love to have a listen. Is it going to be a CD, a awesome. vinyl? What's going to be streamed? Do CDs still exist? Uh, it's def- it'll be streamed. That's. I mean, to be fair, all of that's a conversation in itself, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's another podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be happy to join you on your podcast if you want to do a, a podcast about it. Um, so that's coming yeah. in January. Do let us know, mate, and we will uh, happily uh, publicise. We'd love to hear it. So. Um, That'd be really cool if you could pass it on to us. Um, and Dan, like, how awesome. can people um, get in touch with you or your PT staff? You're up in town. so Yeah, yeah so we're, in, we're in town. Um, website, injuryrehab.co.uk. I don't have personally much of a, an online presence, but you can find me on there. Yeah. Uh, say that's in northwest London, St. John's Wood, but um, I live in southeast. So I do Zoom sessions as well for people that aren't in that area. Nice. So contact me through there or maybe through you. Yeah, through the, definitely. Through the, and for both Tony, yeah, def- both Tony and Dan, if you want to get in touch with these guys and you've not managed to find them anywhere else, do get in touch. We can pass it all on. Um, yeah, so thank you ever so much for joining in the studio, well, Dan. My pleasure. Thanks for having us. Um, Adam, tell me a bit about if people want to, I know Tony is already uh, apparently seems to be wanting to book you, which is good. They are Very booking cool, there. Yeah. Um, but if people want to sort of get involved and want to come do some audio recordings or need some sort of videoing mm-hmm. going on, what, what do they do? How do they get in touch? Uh, we're on all the socials, so Instagram. Facebook, uh, the website will be up very soon. Uh, but yeah, Instagram is probably the main the main place I post stuff. Yeah, yeah. cool. Drops All right. DM. Anything exciting in the pipeline? I mean, you've had a you've had a fair few exciting projects you've had recently. Uh, yeah, I've had a few people in. I had the um, the drummer from Status Quo, Leon. He come in uh, a couple of weeks ago to do some drum videos. So that was really cool. Yeah. 
Um, big did name. Did you manage to persuade him to uh, come and have a chat with us just yet? Or was oh, it? it was a pretty hectic day. But was it? Was yeah. it? Well, maybe we'll have a chat with him. Yeah. See what's going on. See what I can do. Yeah, let's do it. But All yeah, right. no, he was really cool. Um, yeah, I've got some EPs that I'm doing for some people. Just keep him busy, really. Good. And I will say one more time as well. Um, all the best for January the seventh. Thank you. Wishing you Absolutely. all the very best. It will be a, a lot of fun. And uh, luck. Yeah, we're yeah. all here to help uh, if you want. But as Thank I say, the much. physical help will not be there. Yeah. Unfortunately, the <laughs> mental <laughs> help. Uh, listen, uh, we want to wrap things up. I want to say thank you ever so much, Dan, for popping down and, and having thank a you, chat uh, physically in the flesh. Uh, Tony, thank you for joining us virtually. And thank you for your lovely, lovely tunes. Uh, and uh, yeah, and Adam, I, I really do appreciate everything that you've been doing for us um, since we started. I really do. And your support is always a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So um, thank you once again. And that's it. Episode 11 wrapped up. I like to say well done to Tom this is great enjoying the podcast yeah. really enjoying it I haven't Thank seen you. you in a while mate and hey, looking, nice you're looking you. very well and I wish <laughs> I could give you a lovely cuddle I know it's really weird not to see your friends and give I them know, a cuddle right? isn't it? but thank you mate I appreciate that thank you very much everybody the end of episode 11 is upon us cheers <laughs> the wedding feelers podcast listen to our podcast the buffet's closed we're smaller clothes